Welcome to another episode of Monday Funday Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed Al-Qadri. And if you could speak Arabic, Ahmed Al-Qadri. Guys, I have, I'm with a great guest today. Everyone, please welcome your boy, the one and only Monty Gear. What, uh, what's my name in Arabic? Monty Gear. Yep. <laughs> that was such a, that was a Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I usually start off, okay, we're going to get to it. Usually we start off with what's a good piece of advice you were given. Okay. But I need to bring this up because now I I need to figure out the situation. So my friend, uh, my friend Dawood Neymar, he was yeah. supposed to be headlining at Dallas Comedy Club. I actually like Dallas Comedy Club. I come all the yeah, time. I've I always done Dallas do shows. Comedy Club before, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it was Dallas Comedy House. Oh. But then okay. it moved. Yeah, they had different owners, and and then Dallas Comedy Club was like always a great venue. And then, um, but recently Dawood was supposed to headline there for a weekend, and then they. Uh, they canceled his shows because of his Palestine post. What was his post? Uh, just, you know, yeah. pretty free Palestine stuff. Uh-huh. Like he'd been promoting about free Palestine. And I was just like, and they were like, whoa, this is offensive, blah, blah, blah. And I was, and now, yeah, so he posted a video about it. So I'm like, well, I have a show there now, but I was like, and I've done shows there plenty and I've sold out a couple of times, but I'm just going to move my show in Dallas. It's okay. time to move. So I think like, a part of me is like, I'm going to hit up Andy. I'm like, hey, let's try to find a venue to do a show in uh, Dallas, you know, somewhere in Dallas. Maybe Addison Improv, but Addison Improv is like not the best venue anyways. Are you asking me for Dallas Improv? No. Like comedy club advice? I'm not asking you. I'm not. Look, are you telling the fans that your show is moving right now? I'm sorry. I was just thinking out loud and I just was as sorry. I was just in my own head right now. So you want to leave because, yeah. I yeah, because I mean, it's totally like you that. can't censor yeah. comedians. But Dawood was, yeah. I just called him and he was just like, well, if you end up doing it, you should, like, if you end up moving the show, you might as well just make it a stance. I'm going to put yeah. a stance on it. So, yeah. Did he move the show anywhere else? Did he move the show anywhere else? Um, no, but he's doing the shows in Austin. He's doing some shows in Austin, but yeah, mm-hmm. but that sucks. That's so like, you can't censor yeah. comedians whatsoever, especially cause he's not saying anything offensive. He's just saying he was yeah. doing sketches about the, okay. but he was about but the settlers, uh-huh. which is true. Uh-huh. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to like start off. Start this. I was Let's like, start huh. with Israel and Palestine. <laughs> right <at the> top. <laughs> yeah, no, I just got that message and I was, that's why when you called me, I was like still on the phone with Dawood. I was like, I need a, Oh yeah. 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 Um, a certain, a bigger headliner comedian, I'll tell you his name. You're like, Whoa. But he called him and he was like, no, you like, this is censorship. He was like, I don't even mm-hmm. know what's going on over there, but yeah. he was like, this is censorship and you can't be that. That's bullshit. Yeah. You can't definitely. cancel your shows due to that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to like figure out, uh, yeah, especially for people who aren't from there. His family is from Iran. Is that where they're from? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, no, Afghanistan. Afghanistan, yeah. Yeah, but... Which is still, you know, you but can't it's be... Like yeah, someone it's in Dallas like, is canceling. Well, it's also, it's like, hey, a comedy club is yeah. canceling a comedian over a joke? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so... And I... Which sucks, because... I mean, it's it's sad because I have a good relationship with these people, but at the same time, I'm like... yeah. You can't censor. Is it the same people that had the Dallas Comedy House? No, same group. No, much different people. Yeah, much different. I like those people. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Um, Well, the Dallas Comedy Club people are very, very nice people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going like I'm. 
definitely gonna email. Like, I'm first gonna try to get a venue first. Should we spend the whole podcast trying to get a new venue for you? Yeah, you right. Let's <laughs> just start cold calling yeah. different people. Hello? Do you have a house or a club I'm call, in Dallas? I'm gonna call assistant Andy. Andy! <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> we need Andy, you to fly it down. We need right you now. now. Yeah. <laughs> go, go location scouting for a club or a house or a yeah. bar. It's like, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, you can take off the headphones. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I just wanted to. Sometimes this happens. Sometimes I, I really it, yeah, wanted just, to start it just off with like seconds ago. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, huh. I was actually gonna just text Ann and Andy right now, but I was like, let me wait till after recording because then they're gonna be You're trying location <laughs> scout as we're doing this. Yeah, right, right. No, that's ridiculous. But anyways, I'm sorry for starting that out. But isn't that crazy though? It's crazy for a comedy club to yeah, especially if the joke wasn't that offensive. It was if it was just well, yeah. it's their side. Like like sure. like like it's. I don't care. There's so many comics that say jokes that I don't agree with. Yeah, that doesn't mean I lot. should. Yeah. Right. So they're like, well, apparently his manager was like, uh, that. What my his manager heard was, oh, we're Jewish and that was offensive. And it's like the manager of the club. I know this someone was Jewish, and I was just like someone, one person. I don't know, yeah. but I know. I was like, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mm. matter. At this point, I'm like, okay. Also, if they don't want him to perform there, he could find somewhere else. You know, yeah, it's I not know. Like you, it's not like you have to perform in these venues. You could perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, like, I'm going to ask. Uh, I think it's time to reach out to Addison Improv. I'm going to try Addison Improv. Yeah, like no. if he has the people there, he could literally, like so many comic shows are now in like pot stores or gyms or outside or like rooftops. You yeah. Know? It's like you really don't need to do comedy in clubs anymore or houses. Well, yeah, I'm probably going to just find a venue and stuff. But uh -huh. yeah, that's the goal. But anyways, um, so Monty, <laughs> <laughs> where have you been canceled recently? Where, where, yeah, I know. where can't yeah. you perform? What's a good piece of advice you were given? Who told it to you? And where were you in your life when you were given that piece of advice? A good piece of advice. Um, All right, let's. Uh, yeah, that's a commercial. <laughs> Let me think. I mean, I mean, my my th main thing is that I'm working on now and focusing on is it, it's uh, it's not even like you just you don't see the growth of your career. Um, as much as like why I love the gym is because you see the growth of your like body and stuff. You actually can see progress of like lifting weights and stuff. You don't really see that with your career. And this is advice from so many people. Um, so this, it's like, you just keep going. This kind of what John Hamm told me is it's, uh, not his words verbatim, but it's like, you just don't quit. And like so many people who are in this industry it's like you just the people that make it are the people that just keep going and keep pursuing uh their dreams like i've been doing this for like 16 years yeah i'm not where i want to be um and constantly have thoughts of like quitting and stuff but you just keep it's it's the i mean tom segura talks about this matt rife talked about this so many people talk about this but the people that stay in the game are the people that don't quit and the people that just keep pursuing and honestly so many times you would be so much happy. Like, if you look at where your queer career is right now. You're queer. You're, 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 look at, if you look yeah, at how like, queer you are right now, <laughs> yeah. you're like, whoa, LA changed me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You, If you looked at where your career is right now, you five years ago, you'd be like, oh, like, I can't believe I'm there. You yeah. know? I can't believe I'm on this show. I can't believe I'm doing this comedy show. I can't believe I'm like, you know, whatever, driving this car, whatever you want to say dating this person, whatever. It's like, you'd be, sh you'd be so proud of yourself to be where you are. And so many of, us, so many people pursuing a dream are never happy where they are. So, you know? like, you would say 2017 Monty is proud of 2023 Monty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't I don't really take the time to, like, reflect on that stuff a lot, and I should. I'm always like, what's next, you know? But um, 
it's like you don't see the growth of your career um, like you should, like you do if you're getting a job promotion, you know, or something like that. You, you might get these huge jumps in your career, but a lot of times careers in the entertainment industry and a lot of fields are like, you know, you're stagnant for a while, you have a huge jump and they're stagnant for a while and you kind of maybe go down, you like lose followers or whatever, you get canceled from Dallas Comedy Club um, <laughs> right, and, and then you go back up and it's like, it's like it's this roller coaster, you know? Yeah. Um, like you book a huge show, you make tons of money, then you make no money the next year, but it's still this constant up and down that's slowly going up. Um, so, I mean, my main piece of advice is just don't quit, keep pursuing it, smell the flowers sometimes um, and just keep like, uh, yeah, keep going with what you want to do, um, even if it, like, hurts your career. John Hamm was telling me he, like, um, after he booked Mad Men, he didn't work for, like, like three to five years because they just kept handing him another Mad Men script, and he's a comedian. He started as a comedian. He was, like, in with, like, Amy Poehler and everyone, and he didn't want to be this, like, misogynistic smoking doctor, misogynistic smoking lawyer. That's because they kept giving him another Mad Men script, and he had to take a big L, and, you know, he had to stop working for a while, for like three to five years. Three years. It was a long time. And McConaughey had a similar story of how he wanted to stop doing rom-coms. And he didn't work for three years until he kind of disappeared and then came back in at Dallas Buyers Club for like no money. Um, that's why he started doing the Lincoln commercials uh, because he uh, didn't have any money. Um, and uh, But like so many people... Like, you don't, like, you know, Samuel Jackson's a great, I think he was, like, 49 when he first, like, made it. Or you know? started doing yeah, comedy like, or, yeah. or, or acting, I said. Uh, I don't even know started <laughs> acting, but, like, actually popped, you oh, know. Oh, okay. Like, Ian McKellen was, like, 60, you know. Um, and it's, um, yeah, so so with John, he, like, he, he got a guest star on 30 Rock, and then as, like, Amy Poehler's boyfriend or something i forget the, the yeah. plot but then then he started being seen as comedy and then he hosted snl and now he's in tag and fletch and kirby and now he's in tons of comedies yeah. but it just took oh, him when you put your hand out it caught but it's okay. fine i don't really want to see you as like, hey, hey guys <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah just don't quit um it's with your career it always seems like you're not growing it seems like i feel like we always think about quitting yeah. in every in everything um yeah. And just, yeah, if you just keep pursuing your dreams and just just stay in it, eventually you'll be where you want to be. Where And then you, at that time, you won't want to be there. You <laughs> yeah. know, you, you like, think again, you're not you there, think you're yeah. nowhere and you want to quit again. And it's like, no, yeah, three to five years ago, you would have freaked out if you were whatever, you know, had your own podcast or whatever you want to say. Right, know? right. Whatever that, it is. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I, I tend to forget that John Ham John Hamm's still doing comedy. He doesn't do any drama, does he? I, I mean, he does some. I can't think offhand, but he's mainly yeah. He's on a new Apple show. So so like yeah. So he, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He I forgot I forgot that he I tend to uh, maybe it's because like Mad Men yeah it got popular after it aired too. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. So like like John Hamm like he like when did when did he win that Golden Globe like when was the last I mean, season years of Mad Men? Uh, yeah I think it was like five years of Mad Men I don't yeah know, so it was so but it was so long ago but, so but I didn't even realize he was gone for three years yeah so but because he, people he was as an audience. he was someone like us who like is a comedian you know likes comedy acting booked a huge drama and then couldn't work for a long time but 
kept you know kept saying no i don't want that because i want to be this type of person he and believed then, in then, himself yeah, he and he himself knew and he, he kept going and yeah. he knew he knew what was right because if he kept doing drama he yeah he, been, and same with mcconaughey he would kept being this like rom-com guy but eventually he broke into yeah tons of drama stuff that makes sense yeah yeah and it's yeah just don't quits i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean even like in stand-up like bill burr was broke for like multiple specials you know like multiple people a lot of people think his first special he had tons of money and he didn't he was like so broke for a while he was sleeping on couches till he was like in 30s yeah he said in his podcast that he uh he what was it he was sleeping on a futon until he was 36 years yeah. old yeah and, and uh, yeah that that always like that's a very and even then, after he broke thirty six, uh-huh. okay, yeah, you're not sleeping on a. But food he still was in a bad apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I think. Um, no, I always look up to Bill Burr. His his story is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, uh, one of my favorite pieces of advice was like, you know, yeah, like Justin Bieber. Yeah, he blew up at twenty. Mm-hmm. What at like 15, 16, yeah. and then yeah, now he's like what twenty two. Um, yeah. he, or he started when he was fourteen, didn't quit for two years, <laughs> and then made it. Something like I was that. Kidding, he started younger. Yeah, yeah, but like, or uh, or like Warren Buffett didn't make uh, it till he was like this at this yeah, age. Yeah. While like you know, a person can get married at twenty one, but then yeah. divorce at like twenty eight. Doesn't matter. But what I'm trying to say is like they give you all these different examples of like yeah, well, like what you just said about Samuel Jackson and Bill Burr, and it's like basically the whole moral of, of the stories was you're not late you're not early you're on yeah, time you're on time i mean i mean the the shitty part is like you tend to compare yourself to other people yeah. like how many times and i know i'm not the only one uh how many times have you would see an actor or a musician or a comedian the first thing you do is look up their age uh, yeah constantly i'm on their imdb all the time like okay when did he book this oh i'm behind i'm you know ahead or whatever mm-hmm. um so i'm constantly yeah i stopped doing that yeah. last because i realized again another piece of advice you're competing with yourself at all times. Your success means nothing to me unless, you know, unless you like help me, but it's not like if you're successful, I'm less successful. There's enough success for everyone. Well, also like you think, uh, like for you, you did MTV's Awkward. And I remember when I first met you, like I didn't realize, cause when I first met you at the time, you had a sizable following and yeah. I was just like, what? And you're like, I was on a TV show. And I was <laughs> just like, what? I remember thinking, I was like, oh my God, he's so cool. Yeah. He's so amazing. You know what I mean? Um, do you like so after you booked mtv and you could tell me if it's a too deep of a question but like after you thought you booked mtv's awkward where you're like all right this is it like i'm gonna uh, yeah i thought when I, so when i booked the show you got to make your character and i had i had glasses on i spiked my hair because i was like i don't want to get recognized in public you know i don't this will ruin my life this show as far as i can't go in public anymore and then after the show uh, my f- other castmates like Nico and stuff we'd be together at like Coachella and he would constantly get recognized and I was like I wish I fucking didn't put <laughs> his glasses on yeah yeah but I thought I'd blow up after that and it definitely helped a lot like for years it was I'd be on red carpets and it was like Justin Bieber then me then Michael B. Jordan like you know I was at these huge events you know um, because it's like oh look it's Monty from yeah MTV's it was huge awkward. I was on TMZ like it was tons of things you know mm-hmm. um, and um, I definitely know people um, who booked like massive Disney shows. And I feel like that's hard because you get famous at like 16 yeah. and you don't have this like work ethic to keep going. So a lot of Disney people, um, not the people that I'm friends with, but a lot of them like burn out because they don't have the work ethic to like keep going. Right. Okay. I w- so by the time you booked MTV's Awkward, mm. do you feel like everyone, like people your age at the time or older than you were comparing themselves to you? Constantly. Yeah, I felt that mm. all the time. Yeah. Especially with like stand up. Um, 
like I was like verified immediately, you know. Um, yeah. So I've been verified for like a decade. Um, so I felt that immediately. Yeah, tons of people would always a be so like inspired and stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, and I, again, I felt nowhere you know i was like oh this is cool i'm doing this now but i need to do this you know yeah um and then uh yeah so i felt i felt yeah jealousy within my friends and then also like um new people and i i don't yeah when i first met you if anything i was inspired because i was just like uh, like you were my first blue check mark friend, uh -huh, and yeah. this is back when everyone, when it, yeah, yeah. And as a person with a blue check mark, it, it means nothing. It means nothing. <laughs> it, means it, nothing. it used to mean more because it used to could, mean a lot more. Tea, you could book stand up so I, easily. What's I, it so yeah. funny is I got it right before it meant nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I got well, it. I know a lot of me and Ryan got it right. Like yeah. we blew up from the Ramadan sketch. There uh -huh. were articles written about us, so that's helped us get that blue check mark. Yeah. And then uh, by the time like we got our blue check mark, everyone. <laughs> You just buy it. Yeah. Dude, like I with 700 followers as a blue check mark. You're yeah. like, this means nothing. Mm -hmm. But um, but what was I gonna say? Uh there was um a period where uh like when I when I first met you, it was more like there was you had a lot of wisdom to offer because like even though you weren't what you wanted to be, that mm -hmm. was like your that's what your mentality. But what I could tell you from the person that met you five years ago when we first became friends, I was like, Oh my god, like he has like I remember writing sketches and then you uh -huh. would like I would show you these sketches and then you would punch it up for me yeah. or you'd be like, Oh, do this, do that. And to me I was like, Oh my god, not only I made a cool fr I made a friend in LA, but I made a friend that could like provide me with wisdom. Yeah. And that's what I try to do to you when you ask me about content or anything yeah. like that. So like uh, I think like I I like I mean I I know you get in your head about like where you are in your career where in your career, uh, <laughs> but uh, your career 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 yeah. And I your played career. a gay character on TV. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's right. I, for, I forgot. Yeah, it was a gay character. <laughs> hey, it's fine. Everyone thought me and Ryan were gay yeah, for two and a half I'm years. Still, yeah. <laughs> My but parents still think <laughs> that I'm gay. I'm that you're gay. <laughs> hey, th this mustache is not helping. Hi, Anne. I know you love this mustache. Uh, she is hates who? <laughs> Anne is my editor. She hates. She she literally texts me. She's like, I fucking yeah, hate yeah. the mustache. We'll, we'll fix in post. We could yeah AI's mustache out. It's kind of like a uh, Henry Cavill Superman. Yeah, <laughs> CGI. Yeah, but um, but what was I gonna say? The uh, yeah, I like you you tend to get in your own head, and and I'm telling you from now, it's like I. Literally, when we were at the gym, well, probably or this morning or yesterday, when I was just telling you, you were like, oh, your career is blowing up. I was like, I don't think my career mm -hmm. is blowing up. I think I'm stagnant. If anything, I feel like I'm on a decline. But that's just... Yeah. And, and it's because, uh, I mean, not there's so many factors, but I think one new factor was like, because social media, we see so many fast rises. Like Andrew yeah. Schultz went from barely selling tickets to like to literally oh, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah like yeah. he was in what was it he was like in like in a midwest state and he sold out and he was just like i never sell out here yeah but that's when he started like the clipping his stuff yeah. on youtube and stuff so it's like because of social media we see these fast rises mm. so we want everything fast but that's just not how it works like especially with longevity yeah back to bill burr that's why i love bill burr's career because it's like it was like he just kept on working boom the philly yeah. rant and then boom, the the mm -hmm. that Neff. Well, he was like, I, I remember hearing a interview where he was like, I remember he was the first special on Netflix when Netflix started doing specials back when they were giving out DVDs. Yeah, he was the first, 
you could even see like I even looked it up on Wikipedia. I saw like Netflix comedy specials and it has like a timeline. It was 2009 Bill Burr. It was the only one. And then 2010, they started like buying some other specials. And Bill Burr was saying, I remember uh, that was my credit. They were like, oh, he has a Bill, next comedian's Bill Burr. He has a comedy special on Netflix. And people were in the back laughing, snickering in the back. Like, oh, dude, Netflix. Because HBO used to be the big thing. It was HBO and Comedy Central Uh that were the big things. And then he was just like, but, but, you Mm -hmm. know, and that was his first special. And then it was... uh, my first, the first time I was introduced to Bilber was, uh, why do, was it, why do I do this? No, it was, uh, it's before I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm. It's the one with the great domestic, I know it's fucked they're up. All, they're all the, great domestic violence <laughs> They're all the great domestic violence but, 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 but that domestic violence, that's why when yeah, people yeah. were mad about Matt Ryan's domestic violence show, I was uh-huh. like, it's not the subject because yeah, Bilber has yeah, the greatest Bill Burr, domestic violence. I mean, every, yeah, everyone has a great one. The, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but with Bill Burr, it was like, that great domestic violence joke. But like, but that was during the time where they were having Netflix specials, but it was going viral. Like Jim Jeffries had that gun control bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Huh? Great bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and I mean, he was famous for that. And then people were coming to him thinking he's a political comic. And he's just like, no, I'm about to talk about whatever the fuck Jim Jeffrey talks about. But like, um, but I guess what I was trying to, what I'm trying to say is like, uh, I think, like, instead of thinking I'm trying to get to this per- mm-hmm. certain level, I guess, try to think, like, uh, like try, am I am I a better comedian as I was yesterday? Yeah, totally. Like, am I, yeah, am yeah, I growing yeah. from a year ago? Yeah. Like, what you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. It's like, okay, is the, okay, I'm about to post a new stand-up clip. Is that stand-up clip better than the last stand-up yeah. clip I posted? And that's, like, a, a lot of times, like, when you get something you want, like, book a show or a special or whatever, you you once you you wanted it four years ago, but you realize, oh, I wasn't that funny four years ago. I couldn't do this, you know. I right. didn't have the mental fortitude to be on set all day and get this hate mail or whatever, you know. I didn't like so by the time you do actually get the opportunity, you're you're beyond ready for that opportunity. You know, that opportunity is actually below you. I feel like your skills are higher than that. But if you got it four years ago, you, it wouldn't be a good opportunity. Yeah, and we've It'd seen be- and we've seen plenty. We've seen plenty of examples. Like one person who was not ready and got all the opportunities, and was this? Uh, remember that woman, Sarah Cooper? She was lip syncing TikToks. She lip synced uh-huh. Trump, yeah. and then this was the first time older millennials were seeing this lip syncing. Uh huh. And she popped off on Twitter, and then next thing you know, she has a Netflix special, variety and special, and stuff. Well. And she, does, yeah, she was a, fa- oh, she's a fantastic writer, but she doesn't do stand up. Yeah, and now she's, I think now she's like working on herself, but she, uh, working on her stand up. I'm not sure, but she even talks about it in her book of like, you know, getting all these opportunities when she wasn't really, yeah, ready, ready for it. Yeah. But yeah, so like, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, Dawood brought that up because I was trying to get Don't Tell Comedy Digital. And yeah. I had like a couple of friends uh, reach out and he was, just, and this was like, they said no, not because I wasn't funny. It was because they were like, well, they were getting, this was right when don't tell comedy digitals were popping off. So now they have like managers from any comic submitting, yeah. submitting like you have Pete Lee, Steph Tolep, mm-hmm. like you have all these like bigger comedians, yeah, yeah. managers reaching out to them. So like, obviously I didn't stand the chance. So, well, and I get it. It's like, it's a business. Why would you have me a person with like, you know, a nobody when you could have like Pete Lee, Steph Tolev and all that yeah. stuff. But like, but Dawood, like when he told me, when he mentioned, he was like, it's not like, he was like, it's, it's probably not going to happen within the next another year and a half or so. I was just like, huh. 
And um, but that was like, trust me, by the time you get it, you already you don't you're need it. it. You're yeah, past it. You don't even need it anymore. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Like, um, yeah, I, I, I tend to like. Uh, you, I mean, similar to you or most people like you tend to like in life, you tend to be like, I want to be at this certain point. Mm -hmm. But that's just a lot of it's just fantasy. You're like, okay, why do I want to be at this level? Do you think yeah. all your problems are gonna go away? Yeah. Like, do you think? Like, what, you what, think? Well, go ahead. I was gonna say one thing that awkward did for me that was cool was it brought me to like the top of the level of everything. Like at that time, I was auditioning for Han Solo. I was auditioning for Spider Man with Tom Holland. Got yeah. Like I was, you know, in press conferences with like Keanu Reeves or whatever. So like once, and I was like, so once I saw that life. I forget who someone I think it's like Steve Harvey, but Steve Harvey talks about you want to buy a first class ticket once in your life because then you once you get that and see that life, you need that. You need you have to keep pursuing yeah. that. So that's what like awkward did for me. And same with like skip the dishes. I was flying first class next to John Hamm. We had the same trailer and everything. Yeah. So like I saw this incredible rock star. I you know, still remember life. okay, two things I wanted to mention. I still remember when you got the skip the dishes uh -huh. commercials. It was on my twenty sixth birthday. God damn, I'm old. Uh -huh. <laughs> my twenty sixth birthday. And and you came and we're uh we were smoking weed. <laughs> we went out the bar to smoke a joint and you were telling me you're like, hey, don't tell anybody but i got this uh -huh. and i remember being like so proud of you as a yeah. friend and then when it was like airing i was like there you yeah, go yeah, yeah. and then covid hit you had to yeah. film during covid which is yeah. great i was in toronto all covid filming I, I was i was shooting a movie that skip the dishes got me the director saw me on skip and offered me the movie yeah the lead in the movie yeah and then so all toronto all all covid la had like five thousand cases a day toronto had 40 so if toronto was fully open so all 2020 i was in toronto shooting this movie and skip the dishes like season three or whatever was yeah. right after that which was like a huge um and so i'd be shooting for 12 hours a day and then i was doing three shows at night in like clubs because i was brandon from skip the dishes so yeah. all of canada knew me so i was headlining every show <laughs> so that was a crazy life of filming nice. a movie i was the lead in every day and then headlining three shows at night right you know not small clubs the main clubs you know and then shooting the spokesperson deal with john ham you know as and getting paid yeah great you know so it's like that was it and that just proves that just proves that you're capable of just doing it again yeah totally you yeah. know what i mean um i i totally get where you're coming from of it's like should i just quit like there's nothing yeah. happening but again it's like we just want everything fast if matthew mcconaughey john ham as we mentioned earlier if he could wait three to was five years he said I mean, it was like i know mcconaughey was three i think john was three to five i forget the exact number yeah but, but like yeah. three years yeah of just of no money you know and that's hard because you know, like so he was probably working like like part time jobs or something. I shit. forget, um, or just burning all his savings, and that's terrifying. You know, I've done that a lot. Where I'm, you know, you have you make tons of money, yeah, and that's... you make no money the next year, and no money the next year. Dude, that's how it and is. Like with you're, you're acting. All, you know, all your money's just going down, and you're like, holy crap. You know, like, I'm glad I have stand up, like to pursue uh, acting only. Yeah. Like that to me blows my mind because yeah. you have actors, especially like when you living in LA, you meet all these actors where it's like, yeah. They get this lump sum of money and then it's up to them yeah. to be financially responsible. And this was after them being poor as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they blow it. Yeah. And you yeah. assume, oh, I'll always make two hundred thousand dollars. You know, and yeah, I've had buy, I've seen no, I, I remember <laughs> I, I remember I've had a friend. I remember I had a friend who uh um what was I gonna say? Like he booked a guest star. Mm -hmm. And you know he made ten grand. Yeah, yeah probably uh, ten, maybe twenty grand sure, out of yeah. that. And yeah, he ended up like 
because <laughs> like, you're yeah, like oh well, this is the lifestyle i'm at and this is not yeah, yeah this is where you're at now and um uh yeah like i fortunately like i think i learned that the hard way when i was drug dealing <laughs> when i was like drug the lifestyle <laughs> seriously yeah. no i mean like when i was drug dealing i was making a lot of money and i was just blowing it in dallas yeah. i was just like pop like you know me and a friend would go to we'll mm -hmm. fly out i'll buy out dinners like i was just doing whatever i wanted because like you know i always had money and then when I moved to LA, I had that same lifestyle. So in the beginning of LA, like I got myself into pretty big, deep credit card debt. Obviously, yeah. I, fortunately, I paid it off during like took years to pay it off, but it's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that's how it is. Every time, I mean, this is just not even has nothing to do with like who you are uh, uh, with your career. It's just more of like who you are, your financial habits. Like my point, my problem is like, I'll like get in my credit card debt and then I'll pay it off. Mm. Right. And I'm like, all right, I'm celebrating credit card debt yeah. free by getting into <laughs> myself into more credit card yeah, exactly. debt. And then I like get it back. I'm like, what am I doing? Uh -huh. Like I need to stop. Like, and it's funny. Cause like, I'll like go into savings. Like I'll, I'll save a lot of money and then I'm like, I'm going to Turkey. Well, but this one, I, I'd say it was more of an investment. Like I had a lot of money in my savings. So I was like, I'm going to Turkey, mm -hmm. get my hair transplanted, get new eyes, get LASIK. Got new eyes? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got LASIK. I should have got blue eyes. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, what was I going to say? But that's just, well, go ahead. I was going to say, so why I like mm -hmm. act, why I like why I don't like just acting is because so many actors just wait for opportunities to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's one of the biggest advice I learned is make your own stuff. Like that's yeah. why I love stand up Cause you're, it's completely your own career. You're making your own career. Oh, that's why yeah. I love podcasts and sketches. And I write TV shows. I write movies. I pr try to produce movies, you know, like it, I'm constantly making it's a meritocracy. Yeah. yeah. And then when I get an opportunity for a commercial audition or a TV audition, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll try to fit this into my schedule. But so many of my actor friends just wait all day for an opportunity. And that's a terrible idea. Oof. You have to be making your own content. You have to be, you know, working and pursuing your own machine and He's building your own business. Camera. Yeah, I'm, I'm pro. <laughs> <laughs> look at the camera. Yeah, yeah. Look that in the eye. Yeah, Because you know. if you're just waiting for an opportunity, it may come, it may not. But yeah. if you're building your own machine um, and building your own opportunities, by the time you get those opportunities, you realize you don't need that opportunity because you this is this will keep you alive right. and successful. Just like you talked about, you didn't book. Uh, don't tell. You don't need it. Eventually, you, you're you're selling. You could well, sell I'm your doing own. Doing my shows. own thing yeah. now. Like I, I mean, I, like I, what well, I asked about. I asked to do don't tell a year ago, a year and a half mm -hmm. ago, probably. But you don't need it you know maybe probably i mean maybe it would still help me oh, it would still help but, but it's like if you're just wait if you're just sending submissions and being like oh i hope i book this nah, stand-up show no nah, i mean you wouldn't be where you are no that's why i take my own set in dc yeah. i have my own yeah. uh, did i show it did i send it to you yet no um i ran uh, well, to preacher and he said he saw it huh i ran to preacher and he said he saw it preacher yeah lawson yeah he said he saw your special no he didn't i haven't Dude. reached i haven't Released oh, I it. talked to him yesterday. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> wait. It's it's online. He it leaked. I don't know. Oh, boy, <laughs> he told me he just so, sh showed it to him. So I was like, oh, he's about preacher. To I haven't seen preacher. I'm gonna call him. <laughs> you didn't see my. Oh. Does he think I'm a? Is he confusing me for another? <laughs> he's thinking of Omid. Oh, Omid Singh. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's thinking of Omid Singh. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm gonna call I him. Said Ahmed. Then yeah. <laughs> you should have said Ahmed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna call his ass. <laughs> hey, preacher. I'm gonna get him on. I'm gonna be like, hey. Did you think I was? Oh, <laughs> it's been happening. Someone thought I was Jay Mon Mendel Mondal. Do you know? 
Do you know who he is? He's like, if I saw his face, maybe. Yeah, yeah. but someone thought I was him. Like, someone came up to me. It was a brown guy who came up to me and goes, dude, I fucking loved your set. I was like, I'm going to go up. And he was like, oh my God, it was the other brown guy. Yeah. And I went up, and then later I'm in the lobby and I see Jay and I was like, dude, someone just thought I was you. And he was just like, dude, my set was about how people mistaking me for other brown comedians. <laughs> That's what happened with the Secretly Trash sometimes. I wear the Secretly Trash merch. And they're like, is that a show? I'm like, yeah, it's a stand-up show. And they're like, dude, I love your show. I'm like, oh, yeah? And they're like, and they're like, yeah, I love like all the clips. And I realized they're talking about Don't Tell. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's a different show. We're at the improv. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. But yeah, like there is, um, but I mean, but that's the thing people don't. But, yeah. Well, no, preacher is racist, and I'll tell him that to his face. <laughs> no, but uh, but that's that's the thing. I I plan on like releasing my own um thing, yeah. and I'm just like I'm gonna just clip it up. And yeah, if, like, that's why I'm shooting my something own. in March too. Sarah's Lawrence about to shoot something. Yeah, um, a lot of comics I know and respect are about to film their own special. Right, just release. like just yeah. and it's like it's not even about an hour anymore. No, it's just it's, it's, it's like just, about a minute. <laughs> it's like it's. Yeah. It's just it's just to try to get more um you know content content yeah. out there. That's the goal. That's the that's mm-hmm. the trick. Um yeah, we're all gonna die. What <laughs> <laughs> fix my hand shut. <laughs> yeah, you look great, you look beautiful. Um, what was I gonna say? There is a you mentioned about uh like after getting MTV's awkward, like after you finish like you were filming in New York for MTV's Awkward. No, right? I was in LA. And when I booked it, I was homeless. I was sleeping on my girlfriend. When I booked it, I was. So my girlfriend was on a Disney show. Um, and she was living with these Disney stars who I, I love and respect. Um, and at the time, I only had enough money to either go to Thailand or have another month in LA. And I decided we should go to Thailand instead. So I put all my stuff in storage and I'll sleep in my car for like a couple days. Yeah. And then she's like, why don't you stay with me? And then, but we didn't want to tell her roommate. So for three months, I would sneak into her window and stay inside of her apartment. In New York. No, in LA. And her roommate didn't know about it. Um, And they were like, she would like go to work to like go film and I'd be showering and I'd hear her roommate and his like uh, girlfriend come home and I'd shut the shower and I'd just be in the bathroom like dripping naked, cold. And then they'd be in the other living room for like, two hours i'm just staying in the bathroom because i don't want them to know i'm living in their apartment you know uh did they know about this and now now they do by like month three he's he was like is monty living here and we're like yeah <laughs> um and what did he say was, uh, that was i that was after i booked awkward um so then i had my own place again because i made a lot of money and they're that. like well he needs to leave yeah, he needs to leave um so 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 when i booked awkward yeah. um you know i was sneaking into a house of someone who was like 16, 17, who was making tons of money, had like, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers because he was on this Disney show. And I I felt so bad about myself because it was like, I've been doing it for years and years and years. And it was the same thing as I I had no wins, you know, I booked some commercials and some some small, you know, I I had sketches go viral, whatever. But like, I was sneaking to someone's apartment who, you know, was younger than me and more successful than me, who I love. You know, yeah. you shouldn't compare yourself to other people. But yeah, I but, but where is that person now? He's doing great. He's doing stand up now, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. Do I know him? I don't know. I don't know. Um, is he yeah. a good stand up? I like his stand up. He's, uh, he, um, you could tell me his name after. He's done multiple, yeah, sure, I will. He's done multiple TV shows, too. Um, he's been a series regular multiple times. Yeah, and he's 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 he wrote a movie. He's pitching the piece. Like I like him a lot. Like okay. he's actually really like he's. I really respect him and like him. But at that time, you know, I was home. You know, 
kind of homeless. Yeah. And then, so when I booked Awkward, he was actually the first person to get me a gift too. He bought me some like mug that said like, it was some congratulations or something. Oh, that's very um, sweet. Yeah. But the, but the point is I felt like I was at my lowest. Um, and then I guess this is advice too. When I booked Skip the Dishes, I was driving for Postmates. You know, after I've and this is after I've been on red carpet. I remember. With I remember. Whoever, you, you know, it was, I was next to. Yeah, you know, this is after I've lived when I was going out for Han Solo, and I used to drive around Sunset Boulevard, and every billboard was a show I went out for, and then that all disappeared, Dude, and I was I making hate no it money. When that happens. So I was audition. You know, so I was driving Postmates eight hours a day, twelve hours a day when I booked Skip the Dishes, and then. For a, for the next, because I didn't get paid for like a few months, I was then the spokesperson for Candace sp Skip the Dishes. Basically, I was the spokesperson for Candace Postmates and still driving Postmates. You know, <laughs> surreal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Fucking, I, I, what, what you mentioned about like seeing billboards of, yeah, of. I think that's why there's so many billboards in yeah. LA. Like, <laughs> it was, it was. There's so many. I'm just like, it's a reminder of your failures. Yeah. Dude, you know uh, what was I've had I've had a lot of moments where like I remember uh, uh, auditioning for this. It was a uh, what was it time loop or time? It was like this guy who like skips in time. But they it was they were first looking for brown actors. But then they then I saw like the billboard. It was a bus uh -huh. of it was like timekeepers or something like that. But I was it was like for a character, and I just see an Asian guy on the poster. Yeah. I was like, oh, they, they wanted an Asian uh, guy instead. Yeah, they wanted not white. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but or or uh, there was this. Uh, you know, this is when the very short lived when I had a manager a year ago and like uh, for acting, not for stand up or anything. But like they uh, got me a role. It was audition for um, what was it? It was um, what was the show? It was uh, uh, oh, Beef. Okay, and that was yeah. the one where I was like certain I was like really butt. Her. I was mm -hmm. like, damn, I wish I got that role because like it was the scene, you know, in the first scene of Beef where he buys hibachi grills uh -huh, yeah. and then and then he's he's well he's returning hibachi grills at that supermarket mm -hmm. and the guy the clerk is like oh i see you returning you know hibachi yeah. grills again that was the one that i auditioned yeah, yeah. for and i was just like it was so funny it's interesting because you're like oh i delivered it way like different yeah. the way he delivered yeah, it yeah. and then it's like did i do it wrong is yeah. it because i'm a bad actor or is it because they just wanted that this role or whatever you know and a lot of times i produce movies and yeah. stuff a lot of times it's because they cast their friend you know every audition we're not auditioning people for the movie we're making right now we're reaching out to our friends who mm -hmm. like i wrote it about them and getting them to audition yeah but it's like usually when you're out going out for movies or tv shows you're competing against the friends of the people who made the show oh, you know yeah. so good luck um but going back to yeah. the skip the dishes and postmates thing both those examples, I was at my lowest and then I got to my highest a day later, you know? So it's a roller coaster and just, you just don't quit. And sometimes when you're in the darkest, it's all, you know, the darkest is always right before the dawn is what they say. And that literally is true. Um, you know, I'm going to be real with you and everyone, the breadheads and breadcrumbs. I'm right now going through a dark place. So, right. well, it might so. not get better for you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for me, <laughs> it worked out great. You just see me. I'm like, I go to the, I go to the bedroom, uh, the bathroom by myself. Excuse me. All you hear is. <laughs> and I'm like, and I take over the podcast. Our next guest. No, no, I, I legit. I literally, I don't want to say when, but I literally go, I can't kill myself. My mom would kill me. <laughs>
<laughs> like I said it with sincere emotions. Uh-huh. I would go, I can't kill myself. My mom would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, that's like, that was like the for real moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, and that's like when you say that and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see like the comedy in there. Um, no, but I agree with the whole like, uh, there is, you know, you yeah, the darkest yeah hour. Yeah, it's usually before the dark. And, and, and I and I really believe you. And I hope. <laughs> yeah. And you don't learn in those moments when you're like on the red carpet, when you're flying with, you know, in first class. You learn when you have no money and you're grinding every day and you're failing and failing and failing. It's it's failure that goes causes growth. Yeah. One thing. Uh, one thing that the beauty of social media because it's like. It gives you life lessons in a sense where because it's so fast paced, it kind of it fucks with your head. Obviously, yeah. it fucks with everything you need with your mental because you're getting yeah. instant. Yeah. Uh, but there were moments like uh, and you could even go back like it's an episode on in January. This was in the old studio when Ryan was on. Just look. God, those uh, are good episodes. Remember when Ryan used to be Red has a very good No, guest. no, just listen to that. No, because there was it was so funny because I actually go back and listen to it. Because sometimes or I listen to like old episodes of this podcast because you know, it reminds me of where I was in previous moments of my life. Hmm. So with Janu- in January, I, w- I was listening back to it because it made me laugh so hard because we were talking about how uh, how the Arab Roommate series was blowing up. And we were like, dude, everything, and not just that, but everything we were posting was like yeah, popping off. Yeah, yeah. And we were both like increasing all, the, like both of our follow- followers were popping off. And then we took a moment and I was just like, and then I go, you know what? It's good that right now the highs are highs, but we got to remind ourselves it's not going to last long. Yeah. So we both like look at the camera and go, hey, future Ahmed, future Ryan. It's mm-hmm. right now, enjoy it, but it's going to suck again. And it's, and we were right. Like everything was great. And then like, yeah, same thing. Same thing. Uh, like, oh, go ahead. Because just like winter doesn't last forever. Spring also doesn't last forever. Summer doesn't last forever. You know, eventually it is always up and down, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that makes sense, and 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 it's up to you to like deal with these growths and the. Yeah. I mean, and I think like all the things that you're going through right now. Mm-hmm. So when you do get to the point where you do get the opportunities, yeah. you're ready for. You're it. ready for the next thing. Yeah. I mean, you, again, I think I already said this before, but it's like you get what you deserve. You don't get what you want. Yeah, totally. Um, I should I should have said you get, you don't get what you want. You get what you deserve, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I would have made it way better. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I thought this is a part when the listeners turn it off. <laughs> He's messing up quotes again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a little idiot. Um, but but the, like um, I guess like the main thing is like why I keep doing this podcast. It's like, I, I love, I love what makes me keep going. is like, I love meeting like, or not meeting obviously, but like you're, you're catching up with all your good friends. Yeah. And there's a reason why you get to see all your friends and see what they're doing. And really like, it helps you in a way. Cause I'm always learning new pieces of advice and reminders about career, mm-hmm. life, finance, everything. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, yeah, like Mike Falzone, we had him on. And he gave another him. great guest. <laughs> we have so many good guests. Relax. I'm literally gonna say my uh, Monty Gear. You know, he was talking about his career, queer, <laughs> his queer career. <laughs> you know. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh. This is where I pull out a quote. Uh. From a Whoa. comedian that I admire. This is where I pull out my phone and go on Instagram. <laughs> no, don't do it. Oh no. Uh. Okay. Uh. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. 
We don't have the quote ready, apparently. No, I usually do, but then I... I post some good quotes if you're looking for a comedian you admire. Uh, okay, what? I said I post some good quotes if you're looking for a comedian you admire. Okay. Uh, this one is from, uh, you know what? This is, oh, this is, this is good. Uh, I have two quotes from Bill Burr. This one is on staying relevant. Ready? Stand-up comedy is this thing you get to do, so you have to treat it with respect. You can't just be like, all right, I got my hour down. People are coming to see me now. Now I'm going to lean on the mic stand. No. You got to work even harder now. You got to top what you already did because they'll find someone else. Yeah, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, totally. You keep definitely. Yeah, you don't want to pla- that just That just means you plateau if you don't keep causing, keep growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And eventually people will pass you and you it's not even you plateau you you, you disappear yeah hollywood gets sick of you you know the world gets sick of you if you just stay the exact same so yeah i completely agree with that you have to when you get to that level you have to work harder i mean yeah um to keep going and keep yeah pursuing the next level yeah it's like a shark if you stop moving you die Mm. Mm. I've killed a lot of sharks. Yeah, I have right. thrown through my bathtub. I'm like, you're fine. <laughs> no, but I, I agree. It's like it's like um, I, I I mean it goes without shows. Like it's not about you know am I gonna get to this level, this many followers, this many whatever. It's more can I top the last hour I did? Can I top the last? Yeah, can I, I better can, myself? Can I, I better myself? myself? Yeah, or the video. Like am I posting a new video better? Like am mm. I is the camera angles better? Is the editing better? Is something I could work on with the lighting? Yeah, everything. You know, there's always something. Just pick one and just see. If That's you can what Mister Beast talks about. If we're going to go into YouTube stuff, he's <laughs> like everything. Just improve one thing. Improve improve the caption. Improve the 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 whatever the photo if it is. Improve yeah a joke. Improve whatever. Exactly. All right. Well, it's time. We're going to wrap up soon. Um, let's see. Uh, this is episode will come out. Let me see. Let me see. This will come out well, like December 18th, I believe. So is there anything you would like to promote after December 18th? Um, I mean, Secretly Trashed is at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, check out. We have a podcast too, Secretly Trashed uh, on Instagram, YouTube, you, all that stuff. My Instagram is Monty Gear. Um, I'm always releasing new stuff. I don't have yeah. a yeah. Um, yeah. For Chris- Christmas is 25th. Make sure you uh, enjoy Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't have any. I don't have any uh, shows. Yeah. <laughs> two days before Christmas. Uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Lesbred to stay updated on everything. Um, I usually I'm usually active on that the most. Um, I will. I I mean the show was Dallas Comedy Club at de- December 28th, but because of what I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. I might move that show. So we'll see. Um, so if you have a venue, please hit up. Yes, Ahmed. if you live in Dallas, please <laughs> let me know. But yeah, I, I've been I've been your host, Ahmed El Kadri, and this has been my amazing guest, Monty Gear. Hello. Thank you guys so much, and have a happy Monday.